of Strictly Talkies Sports Edition. Alright, we have wait, a... didn't we just record this podcast? Oh, oh. wait, that's our entertainment. <laughs> that's right, that's right. If you're not listening to entertainment, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah, well, um, guys, go ahead and introduce yourself. I am Bryce. You can follow me on Twitter at bshortle14. I didn't forget my name this time. High five. Yeah. Uh, that was a bad high five. There, there we is. go. Uh, you can follow me at Damien underscore Miller because my name is Damien. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I'm hope so. Uh, K.2K16 for Twitter, and then the Shoto Boys for Twitch and YouTube. Yes. And of course, I am the producer, so I'm strictly underscore talking. Email strictly, strictly talking. talking and podcast. his name is Strictly Talking. And my name is Dan. So, <laughs> uh, Wait, your name's not Strictly Talking. No, it's not Strictly Talking. That's right. What? Um, all right, so tonight we have, we have uh, about five questions, and then we're going to do our panic or chill, uh, go through some, some big ones. Uh, the first thing I want to ask, uh, it was announced today that Carson Wentz will not play this week against the Rams and possibly oh, I'm so the rest sad. of the season. Yeah. Not a rest of Does Eagles, this yeah. essentially lock up the NFC East for the Dallas Cowboys. I actually want Kendall to go first because I feel like you guys are going to be against each other. So I'm going to get this one. No, we won't be. Um, I think it doesn't matter if Carson Wentz plays or not. They have The Cowboys have this wrapped up. The Giants are crap. The Redskins are playing. The Redskins are playing with Josh Johnson, I think. Like, and I mean, and it's just, it's, it's not even fair. The Eagles have so many injuries. The amount of people they're losing out. Carson Wentz is doing his best, but it doesn't matter if Carson Wentz or Peyton Manning's playing. They're not going to win that division. The Colt, the Colt, I'm sorry, the Cowboys have that division unlocked. There's, a, there's a saying I thought of. I just hit me a moment ago. It's better to fight. Was it better to walk and run away than live to fight another day? Yeah, I got. I botched it. I apologize. I guess my point is, I feel like listen. The Eagles had an amazing run, and every Eagle fan will tell you that they they loved last year. At this present moment, the idea of hanging of Wentz hanging up for the year, regrouping, taking the off season, rebuild that team, look in the draft, is a good one. They're not going to the Super Bowl. This team is not going to win the Super Bowl. And guess what? Neither are the Cowboys. Sorry. Um, that being said, I think it does wrap it up. I think the East is the Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys need to get their stuff together. Because I get, listen, while they beat the Eagles last week, I watched that game. Three quarters of that game, they looked like garbage. Dak Prescott looked horrible. Their running game wasn't there. Amari Cooper was pretty much non-existent. They were having trouble stopping a depleted Eagles team. They turned it on the last quarter in overtime. That team could not beat the Cardinals the way they played the first three quarters. All right, let's listen to our resident Eagles fan and resident Eagles hater. All right, so... Um, yeah, I'm the resident Eagles fan. Uh, yeah, the, the Cowboys won the division last week. They That was already sealed up because the Cowboys have the easier schedule. They we go The Eagles go into Los Angeles, host the Texans, and then we play the Redskins, which if you're watching it week 17, the Eagles and Redskins, you really have no life. You can get $5 tickets probably. <laughs> Probably at probably. this point it's you might. Or Washington. It's in, it's it's in, in uh, DC. Yeah, it's in DC. Trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't want to watch that <laughs> crap shot of a game. Listen, um, we watched Brock Osweiler versus Kirk Cousins in DC last year. Ugh. So, hold what's more thought. of a dumpster hold, fire there? Hold that thought. <laughs> um, so here's here's what I'm going to say. Um, if Nick Foles comes in, wins three straight games, the Eagles have the perfect game plan. 
Start Carson for the first half of the season. Start Nick Foles in the second half because apparently they're good two half season quarterbacks. Um, Carson Wentz started off strong, and the one thing I will say is Bryce scoffs. When you have 12 people on your injured reserve, not to mention the people that are out week to week, I think there's a total of 17 injuries on the starting lineup for that team. So when you have that from a Super Bowl winning team, that's that's depleting. And they're still managing to hang in with the Cowboys. And it's not that far-fetched to say that the Cowboys will be bounced in the first round by a lot. Because... Just like the Kansas City Chiefs don't have a defense, Cowboys don't have an offense. That offense came alive in the fourth quarter by itself. Yes, yards, yards-wise, they're they're good, but they can't score in the red zone against a against a team that Bryce they signed practice squad players. But the Eagles are also top five in red zone defense still. Yeah, they but, still are. Yeah, because of the front seven. That's it. That's the only thing that matters in the red zone. It's the front seven. That really? That is so untrue. You can ask for... All right, that is so untrue. Cornerbacks there. Watch how fast you get... That's, that's pretty much what the Eagles have now, is high school corners. And they're still top five in red zone defense. Okay, but here's the other that's point. The argument of how bad the Cowboys are in the red zone. Here's the point. Here's the what other the point other I'm going to make. Played? Hold on. Here's the other point I'm going to make. With how badly that Eagles team played, because Dak Prescott outplayed Carson Wentz 4-1, to one, pretty much. It was not even close. 455 yards. Yeah. And how many how many touchdowns did he have in the first three quarters? Three? No. No, he had two. One. All the touchdowns came in the fourth quarter. All to Amari and Cooper. And that's because it was a shootout at that point. That's it. The Cowboys couldn't... They, they could stop the Eagles' defense, but they couldn't get their offense to score. So the Cowboys... Yeah, they can win this division. Go ahead. You'll be the number four seed playing a very good team coming out of the NFC. Can I play, uh, can I take a moment to play devil's advocate? For right ad- now. No, can they're I take going a to be play devil's team. advocate? Sure. We saw something last week that was interesting. We saw, um, what was it, the the Rams mm-hmm. lose to the Bears. The Bears. Bears. And then the week before that, we saw <clears throat> the, Saints the Saints lose to, lose oh, this terrible offense. Wait. So, that being said, is do we, there was a time there where it was the Rams or it was going to be the Saints. Mm-hmm. Do we believe that? That's pretty much one of those two teams because the Bears had their way with the Rams. I have been saying it since about week four. The Bears are legit. Yeah. I have been, like, it, it is so weird to think what Mr. Trubisky is doing with that offense and what Khalil Mack is doing with that defense. Like, their coaches are on point. Their coordinators are doing amazing, and their players are buy, buying all in. My personal opinion, I truly think the Bears have a legitimate chance to go to the Super Bowl. Out of the NFC. I, I think the Bears' offense <clears throat> is smart. The, the, the OC is smart. They're doing the same thing with Mitch Trubisky that Baltimore is doing with Lamar Jackson. They're giving playbook. them, yeah, they're giving him what he can work with. You're seeing in Baltimore. I watched that game last week with the Ravens and, and the Chiefs. They gave Lamar Jackson exactly what he needed. Now, and he did it come down? Well, yeah, but but the, we saw some. Lim- the problem is you do see the limitations in the Trubisky and the Jackson. And I'm sorry, I know you like Dak Prescott, but the, you see some limitations in him as well. And that's the reason why I worry about the Dallas Cowboys. They do have the pieces. They have the running game. They have, they the, have the best the defense. big three in football in Dak, Zeke, and Amari Cooper. They have the running game. They have the defense. They have the offensive line. I just question when it comes down to it, 
Is Dak Prescott a big-time player? Can he make big-time plays in big games? That's the question. And here's, here's what I'll say to that. I don't think that he has the experience to make those plays yet. Yes. Yet. Yet. I will say yet because Dak Prescott, the last couple weeks, has impressed me. I will say that being an Eagles fan, and I don't hate Dak Prescott. He's a good, he's a good guy. But I will say this. Um, when you say, does he have the opportunity, like, does he have the ability to make those big-time plays? No. Not yet. Because when it came down to it in, in overtime, he almost threw another pick to Rasul Douglas. Had Rasul Douglas had a quarter of an inch higher, he would have caught that ball. You, and, and then, to close out the game, to close out the game, all he had to do was snap the ball and hand it off. and Or complete a pass. And he got sacked twice to knock them out of field goal range. So, to answer your question, Dak Prescott, I don't think, has the experience yet to lead this team there. We'll see. We'll see. But I will say, to answer your other question, honestly, it doesn't matter who comes out of the NFC. AFC is winning the Super Bowl this year. Really? My personal opinion, the Texans are winning the Super Bowl this year. Tag, it's going to come down. Look at the teams that are in there right now. You have the Chiefs, who can outscore anybody right now. Oh, they play defense, though. Okay. Did Where was the defense in last year's Super Bowl? It was a total of 90 That's points. The thing, right? They don't say. They don't say. Listen, Bryce, like at the end of the game, we're like, well, this team had seven interceptions. This had this team had 65 points, seven interceptions. Ten- who puts up the most points that wins a game? Hold on, if you, you said outscore somebody. You say you say the interception totals and everything well, I'm like saying, that. I'm using numbers, I'm using right? Random number, random right. Numbers. But I'm just I'm just I'm just throwing it out there from this Eagles Cowboys game that we're talking about yeah. here. We had we had the better we had the better clutch defense when it came down to it. We were outscored, but we were outscored. Exactly. Scoring so wins. yeah, scoring's going to win if you can score over top of a defense. Because let's be honest, the Chiefs and the Rams. They play again. I think the Chiefs are outscoring I, the Rams. Honestly, I don't think there's a single team in the NFL that can get into a shootout with the Chiefs and take it. Not, not currently. Not currently, no, the Rams currently. did it a few weeks ago. I yeah, I but that but that offense has been exposed. Offense has been really exposed, and we're seeing Jared Goff lose a lot of games. Not lose them, but we're seeing him. We're seeing him look yeah, shaky. Yeah, they lose a lot of games. Seeing, what the two we're seeing him lost. look shaky. We're seeing him th- make mistakes that we're not seeing Patrick Mahomes make. All right, so Bryce, you haven't had a chance to fully weigh in. Go ahead. Um, I think there's not a single team that can stop the Dallas Cowboys. Not a single team. Not a single. Thirty-one NFL teams cannot stop the Dallas Cowboys right now. Thirty-one. Are they your choice in the Super Bowl then? I'm. They're not losing a game. They will blow out every other team I, on the route to the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl, I would. They will honest. not. They will not put up less than thirty-five. The the rest of this season. When they lose this what's their What's their schedule? Do you have their schedule in front of you right now? I'm about to pull it up. Because I don't think the Cowboys have, okay, score more okay, than 24 okay, for the rest okay, of the season. They have Indy. Indy the, has, Indy's defense has come around. Yeah, but they're putting up 35 on Indy. Uh, Tampa Bay, they're putting up 35 on Tampa Bay. I, okay, I can I can. And Tampa Bay. they're putting up 35 in Met, at MetLife against the Giants in Week 7. The only <sighs> one I think they're actually going to put up 35 is the Buccaneers. Yeah. The Giants defense is proving they can do it. They can play the ball. Yeah, they Giants. Can play the ball. Yeah, but the but the Giants let Josh Jackson, Josh, Josh, Josh Johnson, Johnson have three touchdowns yeah, on. I don't think that. Uh, the two, two, yeah, because one was rushing, one was passing. That game got out of hand because they had Mark Sanchez playing quarterback. Had Josh Johnson come in a week sooner, 
I think he would have played better if that would have been a closer game. I don't... I, I, I see where you're coming from, but this is also a Giants team that hung in there with the Cowboys earlier this season. It's going to be a divisional game. Yeah, when the... They hung in there when the Cowboys were a mess. It doesn't matter when it happens. We hung in there oh, with the Cowboys but, now, and we have 12 people in this, IR. Wait, wait, wait. To be to Bryce's defense, this Cowboys team looks different than they look. Amari Cooper is... Was I not the one that said Amari Cooper okay. was going to be the difference maker for this team? I will well, give you that. A chance to rub it in our face but here's, here's the other thing, too. Zach Martin's injured. And so is Travis Frederick, and they're doing this. Yeah, but we saw. Yeah, but they didn't get injured until the fourth quarter. Right. Travis Frederick hasn't played at all this season. Okay, Zach Martin. I mean, yeah, didn't get right. didn't get hurt until the late fourth quarter. And when that happened, the Eagles got a crap ton of pressure on Dak Prescott. I don't think that this Cowboys team is winning anything outside of the division. I think I think the whoever it's going to be a great play. Okay, hold so, on. It will right, be. Let's move on to okay, the next hold question. Hold on. Hold on. So you think as of right now it's. Seattle and Minnesota. You don't think that they that that Kirk Cousins is going to be able to go into Jerry World and beat the Dallas Cowboys? I don't think Minnesota's making it. As of right now, they are. Right? Yeah. As of right now, most likely okay. the final playoff yeah, team will probably be the Panthers if they turn. Hold around. on. The teams behind them right now are Carolina, who's a total mess. Yeah. Philly, who's not making it. No. Uh, Washington, who's not making it. Green Bay, who's pretty much done. Tampa I, Bay. I don't, I don't think you can count on Green Bay though. Tampa Bay. They have a relatively easy schedule to finish it off. Tampa Bay, the Giants, Detroit, and those are the teams that aren't eliminated yet. Green Bay is a team that does work. Is that, that you cannot count on? Aaron. No, you can ne- and now that they have a quarterback that Aaron Rodgers kind of like or a uh, 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 coach Quar- that uh, coach yeah coach that Aaron Rodgers actually likes I could I could see them be only because Carolina is such a mess right now but that would be an amazing story with a, with the Cowboys they're not getting the two seed like you think they are they're going to get the four well, they can't get the two seed at this point so. no so they're going to get the four seed and who are they three. who are they going to play at the four seed Seattle uh, Seattle. Ha! In Dallas, easy. That's not, that's not an easy, easy game. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Russell Wilson, hold on. R- Russell Wilson is defense. only good in Seattle. He is ter- He's he's terrible statistically outside of Seattle. Okay, but that defense is playing better away than they are at home. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not worried against I'm against worried. Dak. I'm not worried. Against I'm not Dak worried at all. Well, you should be because they're not making it past there. No, let's get into our next. So, question. wait. Next question. Uh, right, story next question. Super Bowl contender Dallas Cowboys. A story came out. That the city of Oakland has decided is suing the Raiders and the NFL. <laughs> um, Raiders owner Mark Davis has called the city of Oakland's lawsuit against the Raiders and the NFL a waste of time. Okay, so with Oakland, man, <laughs> nothing's a non-story coming out of Oakland. Um, I think that they're moving to Vegas next at the end of next year, right? And yeah. In 2020? Yeah, they are. Uh, so, at this point, it doesn't matter where you play. Just, listen, be a road warrior and just play at everybody else's stadium at this point because you're not going to make it anywhere. I, 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 gotta, <laughs> I gotta say something. I was, the story confused me a little bit, and I'll tell you why. Because of the fact that when they, they announced it and then said, we're, we're going to stay in Oakland for two seasons, one season alone was tough. I watched the Chargers deal with knowing they were leaving San Diego for a whole year, and it was hard. I mean, even the first year in L.A. was difficult for them. To have two seasons and expect the fans to, to put up with this, 
and I never understood this. I never understood why they couldn't find somewhere in Vegas to play. Yeah. I mean, Vegas is, is not a small town. I did hear one thing of interest, by the way. One possible place they could play next year, Qualcomm in San Diego. Yeah. I think it's interesting. That the San Diego Raiders San Diego. for a season. Well, people in San Diego hate the Raiders, so I really kind of wonder how that's going to work. I, I think this is a non. I think this is a non-story, only because eventually no one's going to care. But you're right; it's it's the Raiders, it's it's the Davis family, though it's not Al. Yeah, of course, this is a story. Go ahead, Bryce. Okay. Um, before I get into mine, uh, the second you said that the Raiders are, are staying there until 2020. They backed out of their deal to stay in o- to play in Oakland next season, so they will not be in Oakland next season. Yeah, they, and they should. They should. They should in Oakland. Be. They should get They're out of not. there. I mean, it's Oakland's been a dump, tough. So. It's been tough for those players, anyways. I yeah. mean, think about this. I, I've watched the Chargers deal with that little tiny stadium mm-hmm. and essentially sixteen road games a year. You need the fans. You need that. You think about yeah. going to to Kansas City. The Chargers play tomorrow night in Kansas City. You think about those guys. Kansas City gets such an, em- an emotional pull by having that crazy stadium and Loudest. red everywhere. It will be so hard for the Chargers tomorrow night to play in Kansas City. The, the players need it. They need people screaming for them. And whenever they go to Vegas, they'll have that. But for now, they don't. Yeah. Well, see, the other thing, too, that I have to say, and if I'm cutting you off, I apologize. Um, but with with Los Angeles you keep you said that they did play 16 road it seemed like 16 they, road they games. are they still are they are still playing 16 road games like the thing is is like the chargers like I, I appreciated the move to Los Angeles they need they need their own town they need to just go to St. Louis St. Louis would die to have oh, the chart. They would die to have a football team right there. They would lose their entire fan base. They don't. They, I mean, they don't have much one now. But they don't have one now. Yeah. So I mean, they you'd at least gain a new fan base. They should never left San Diego, but that's beside the point. But um, yeah. So Kendall, do you have anything on this at all? Is this a story, non-story? Everything with oh, you said it yourself. Everything with yeah. Oakland's a story. It'll always be a story. I mean, Mark was it Mark Davis now? Yeah, Mark. Mark Davis's bowl cut is a story. Well, so like <laughs> that's. It's it's yeah. Oakland. It'll always be a story. It's a stupid story, but it's a story. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, I kind of hope that, Oakland wins. I'm not gonna lie. The city of Oakland. I just kind of wanted to win. Yeah, That'd be funny. All right. So um, I do want to jump into the next question because I feel like this is gonna be a chance for one of our people on our show to get a little bit of, well, maybe even two people on the show to get a little bit of comeuppance. Because so, Vikings offensive coordinator John DeFilippo was fired after the Viking offense scored a whopping. Seven points against the Seahawks. Is this enough? Go ahead, Damien. I'm just gonna say uh, before you even really finish the uh, finish where we're going with this, uh, Philly. Can you please just hire John D. Filippo and get rid of Mike Grow? Because God, we need him. Um, I don't think that this is the offensive coordinator's fault. I think this relies on the head coach. Um, I. I I also I also believe that Kirk Cousins is an issue. Thank you. I will say that I think that Kirk Cousins is so are you, part are you of the issue. So are you ready to give coal to the sorry are go, you go ready back to, to give coal to Kirk Cousins no, to the to the Vikings staff? No, I'm still not ready to because here's the thing. We saw it with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers didn't mesh. Aaron Rodgers ended up playing pretty terribly this year. Okay. And that offensive line in, in Minnesota is not the same. They're not running the same kind of playbook that got them successful with Case Keenum last year. They're not running, period. Um, same with the Eagles. Hi, John DiFilippo. Again, please come back. 
Um, <laughs> but they're not running the ball, and they have one of the one of the better young runners in the league with Dalvin Cook, and they're running these they're running these seam routes all the time with Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. You can't just run streaks. You can't run seams. You gotta mix it up. You gotta. They have different playmakers there, and I think that this kind of relies on the on John D. Filippo. I think it also re- relies on. Uh, I think it's Mike Zimmer that's there right now. Mike Zimmer's that guy. Mike Zimmer, yeah, I thought so. Um, for not designing a playbook for your quarterback. That's where I think that this relies on. Everybody says that, yes, Kirk Cousins, yes, he might not be the quarterback that I thought he was at the beginning of the season. He might not be. But I also think that at the end of the day, you have to build your team around the quarterback that you have, and they didn't do that. I think one of the problems I'm watching, and, and, and listen, I, I was the first to harass Damian last week about about him. That being said, I like Kirk Cousins. I think you're right. I think they thought they had more than yeah. they had. I yeah. think they were so excited to have those two amazing receivers, to have that tight end, and to have this quarterback, and they just believed they were bringing back the Randy Moss, Randall Cunningham, yeah. Chris Carter years, and they weren't. And you're right. They, they got away from the run. They got away from being a ball control defense with a strong offense with a strong defense, and they just became Kirk Cousins throwing the ball for 400 yards a game, and you can't. He can't. He can't can't do that. that. Kirk Cousins. I actually like Kirk Cousins more than Bryce does. I think he's a better quarterback. I don't think you can put everything on Kirk Cousins' back. Bryce, tell us. But he is part of the blame. I will say that he is part of the blame. All right, I'm going to. uh, I'm going to correct you about Aaron Rodgers having a terrible season. He has 3,700 yards, 23 touchdowns, and one interception. That is a 23 to one touchdown to interception ratio, which is the highest in NFL history. It's not him. It's the hold on. The team is terrible. That's that's kind of where I was at with that. I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is having an awful season. I'm just saying that there are times that he's been playing terribly. But you know what's interesting? Not to be sidebar about about Rodgers. He is one of the few QBs in the league that when the team stinks, he is no one. No, no, nobody, nobody blames Rodgers. No, I think Rodgers. People all recognize that he is the most amazing quarterback in football, and they recognize it's the rest of the team, which makes me happy. Yeah. So anybody else have any? Uh, anybody else? Kendall, do you have a say on this? Um, I don't think we were done with Bryce's thoughts. Bryce, <laughs> I don't think we were done. With um, <laughs> Okay, um, this just makes this just makes my point about Kirk Cousins so much more relevant. Because if you are the franchise quarterback, you are supposed to put the team on your back regardless of how it happens. With no weapons, with weapons, you are supposed to be the man to lead your team. Look, Tom Brady has never had a super solid option not named Randy Moss. No, but Tom, Tom Brady has Brock. five Super Bowls. Five. But you can't... Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning doesn't have the receivers... That Kirk Cousins has right now. Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne, I'm. Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen are both better than those two. They are both better than those two. Reggie Wayne's a Hall of Famer. Marvin Harrison's a Hall of Famer. They both are. But Stephon Diggs, I'll take Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen over those two any day. No. No. There is no way. Peyton Manning won. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl with that team. With no, with no running back. With a running back that was always hurt in Joseph Adai and Edron James. Edron James was never healthy. Dominic Rhodes was never healthy. Joseph Adai was never healthy. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm not done. Also, you say he's not fitting in with Mike Zimmer? He didn't fit in with Jay Gruden either. No one fits in with Jay Gruden. He, he, but Alex Smith apparently does. (laughs) He broke his leg. Listen, Kirk Cousins is a head case. 
This is why this is why Washington wouldn't give him a contract extension, even though he thought he deserved it when he couldn't lead them to the you playoffs. Must not know what because he's he's not the quarterback that everybody thinks he is, that and that he thinks he is. If he was as good as everybody thinks he is, Washington would have given him the money, no problem. But because you're not the man you think you are, and you're supposed to put the team on your back regardless. You're supposed to lead the team to your playoff to the playoffs regardless if you are who you say you are. This is why Kirk Cousins has been the issue everywhere he's gone. He was the issue at Michigan State. He was the issue at Washington. He's the issue at Minnesota. I have two two takes. First of all, it drives me crazy when everyone's like, "Oh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady." There's one Tom Brady in football. One Aaron Rodgers. There's there's two five. There's two of those players. Everybody can't have. It's like starting pitching. Oh, starting pitching. You can't always go out and get that elite quarterback. Two. I work in a place that has gets the Washington Post. The Washington Post constantly has articles about firing Bruce Allen. Bruce Allen is one of the worst and hated GMs in all of football. He is such a moron. He makes the dumbest decisions. So the fact that Kirk Cousins is not in Washington is not so much an indictment on Kirk Cousins is how stupid and how bad of a GM that Bruce Allen is. This is the same team that kept franchising him to save money every year. And finally, kind of like Le'Veon Bell, he got tired of it and said, screw you, you can't franchise me anymore, I'm leaving. So yeah. the fact that well, Kirk Cousins is... The fact that Kirk Cousins is not in Washington is more an indictment on the fact that they're badly managed by that idiot Dan Snyder and his little lackey, Bruce Allen. Kendall? Uh, what what Russ is saying about a head case and the fact that he thinks he's better than he is, we're going to mark off players for having confidence in themselves now? No, we're not. No, that's exactly what you're saying. Like He thinks he's so much better than he is. If you're an NFL player or any professional athlete, you want to assume the best of yeah. yourself. Yeah, you want exactly. to be that best player. It doesn't matter if you're a third-string guy. In your heart, you know you can be there. Right. So don't knock, mock, knock him off because he thinks he can be an elite quarterback. He's not a head case. There's no. There's never been anything coming out saying he's a locker room problem because no. he's not. He's no Randy His Moss. Love he's him. not a Terrell yeah. Owens. Yeah, they, he is not a head kick. He thinks he's better than he is because he has confidence in himself. And I'm going to jump in because, again, I watched Kirk Cousins for multiple years, yeah. multiple times a year. Um, he's he's not elite. I won't say that he's elite. But I will say that Jay Gruden doesn't know how to run an offense. Like, And that's part of the reason that he left was he couldn't get along with Jay Gruden. And if you don't get along with your head coach, most of the time, huh, bye. Like, that's the thing is, there's so many other factors to him going to Minnesota than just, oh, hey, Washington saw the light. No, Washington never sees the light. They started Terrell Pryor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, that's. do I think Kirk Cousins is elite? No. Do I think that he's better than what he's playing at? Absolutely. He is 100% a guy you have to game plan for. There are quarterbacks who come in there and you're like, whatever, we know what we're doing. Blake Bortles, for exact, for example, um, the fact that we know the what Steelers Blake didn't is. even change their game plan after, didn't make a single, didn't make a single adjustment. You have to game plan for Kirk Cousins because he has he has skills. He know what he can do. So yeah, there are players you're gonna have to like worry about. And there's not players you're not. He is a player you have to worry about at some point. All right, Bryce, wrap it up. Okay. One, one last thing. I was right about Brock, Le- Brock Osweiler, and I will be right about Kirk Cousins. And Houston is stupid. Minnesota is stupid for giving him any money. Okay. Awesome. And All right. Cut next there year. are currently four teams sitting at 7-6 and six in the AFC. The Baltimore Ravens, the Indianapolis Colts, the Miami Dolphins, and the Tennessee Titans. 
If you had to put a paycheck on one of these four teams making the playoffs, who would it be? Right, Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Because of Lamar Jackson. Okay. And awesome. Lamar Jackson alone. All right. Awesome. And the number one scoring defense in football. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm actually going to agree with Bryce on this. Um, I. Indy's not making it outside of a wild card spot, unfortunately for Bryce. Um, Texans are winning that division. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, we haven't seen enough to say that they're consistent. In Tennessee, they're so up and down that, you know, when they're up, they're up. When they're down, Let's they're down. down. Yeah. Let's hold that thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson's coming in there. I, I'll tell you what, I don't like him. Harbaugh really knows how to run with Lamar Jackson. He's really running oh, that yeah. team with Lamar Jackson. I agree, I agree. Um, Do you think Lamar Jackson's job is safe? Well, let's hold that, well, we'll hold that okay. thought. We'll hold that thought. Hold that thought. We have some things we'll But I will say that the Baltimore defense has been much better than I anticipated it being this year, um, especially down in the red zone. Um, they're not giving up very many red zone points. Oh, yeah. Um, I yeah, I think I think the Ravens actually might make it into the playoffs. They uh, they really impressed me the way they played. I, I'm actually by the way three for three. I'm going for with the Ravens as well. Uh, they really impressed me. I thought they had the Chiefs. I really I thought they I did thought too. They, they had too. the Chiefs. They had they, it took a miracle fourth down play by um, by Pat Mahomes <laughs> that for them was to even so get. Good. Yeah, I mean, but really, I mean, you know. Mahomes, who, who continues to impress me, side side story, but not, not, beside the point, um, it took a miracle play by those guys. They they almost had the Chiefs. So yeah, I, yeah, I think that I, I agree. Ravens, Kendall, Kendall, you guys are going to go three for four. Uh, I'm I'm going different. I say the Colts. Okay. I, I mean, I personally can't pick against Andrew Luck. We said it earlier with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to count out Andrew Luck and the talent he has. He has truly put this team on his back and his messed up shoulder, and he is carrying them to this. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen a guy play this well since, uh, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers' 44 touchdowns, seven interception season. This He's having an outstanding year. Yeah, you can't he is. argue against this guy. If Andrew Luck doesn't give comeback player of the year, they don't, shouldn't give the award. No, they shouldn't. It's he, he has absolutely been a fantastic he, he's our, He should be an MVP talk. Right he, he is yeah, MVP talk. He's playing yeah. I mean, amazing. He's playing and I, and I've become a fan. I really have. I love his enthusiasm. I love the way he's, he's talking. Made, he's made them relevant again. Yeah, he really has. I mean, he, right. I, I, coming into this year, I thought the culture of, like, another lost season. I, said, I, I, thought, know, I, was, I thought you I let the season die out. I was like, all right, the Colts are going to struggle. He's making me think they can have a playoff push and maybe even farther. I have one quick question just because Kendall, brought, Kendall made it a thing at the very beginning of the season. At 5-7-1. Cleveland Browns. Do the Cleveland Browns have even the slightest bit of chance? Statistically, yes, but no. Okay. Okay. I Just wanted to do. throw it I out there. I do. was wrong. This I'll is... admit I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. Not easy to say, but I was wrong. Yeah. No, but we were about, we were, as a podcast, I like average, we were about oh. on par with what the Cleveland Browns would do. Yeah. And that's nice to see. I said 6 and 10. They could finish with a winning record. I said All 9 right. and 7. So, let's revert to our close. last question before we go to Panic or Chill. Yes. Uh, a story came out that the college football is considering an eight-team playoff. Thank you. Is this an overreaction, or is this the best move? Uh, I think I think it's the best <laughs> move. Um, because here's the thing. You get teams... You get teams like an Ohio State, like a UCF. Um, 
Oklahoma's in. Yeah, Oklahoma's oh, in number four. Georgia. Georgia, Georgia same. Um, I think that they need to make it at least eight teams. Yeah. I, I don't know if you go farther than eight teams. Do a ten maybe with like a, a maybe. play-in game or something like maybe, that. Maybe, but... Um, eight is, is, is unnecessary. I think ten is unnecessary. I think eight is the magic number. Um, eight is, yeah. NFL number. Because the way I see it is this. You have your five big conference games, and you should have your at-large teams. Like a UCF that I don't did UCF have a championship uh, bowl game they, or championship game? They, 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 they did, did. And they, but they play in such a weak division. Right, but they've been consistently good the past couple of years. But nobody gives them respect because of their weak division. So that's what makes me mad. It, it makes me mad, but at the same time, I see it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but you have to give them a chance to play those big games. The problem with the UC and, and the team I thought of when this story came out, I know I know Bryce talk about Ohio State and they're gonna talk about UCF was the team that I thought of when I heard this story. Because this is a team that's been screaming for two years. They haven't lost a game in two years. No. No one's talking about them being in there. People no. were talking about a two loss Georgia before UCF. That being said, my my answer for UCF is schedule somebody, schedule a big hitter. Now, oh, they're out of conference year. game. They will next yeah. year. Well, the problem with the UCF is people don't want to play UCF because you have nothing to gain. If you beat them, then you were supposed to beat them. If you lose, oh, why would you done. lose to UCF? So yeah. yeah, a UCF of all teams needs this 18 playoff. Yeah, like I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kendall. Um, I was just gonna say that I think the main reason they need to do it is people are people will love it. Mm-hmm. The amount of the amount of talk that you get about who made the top four, people want more football games. Everyone yeah. wants it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you're going to have more talk about it, more revenue, because you're going to have more big games and more t-shirts to push. It's, well, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> here's my other take on this also. We're heading into the bowl season, and there will be a ton of bowl games that nobody will like, give right a crap before about. before New Year's. That nobody will care about. People remember these mm-hmm. Playoff games. They are memorable. All the playoff games the are Rose memorable. Bowl, the first yeah. the first ever um, playoff championship with um, Cardell Jones. Yeah. yeah. Ohio State. That was an amazing oh, game. I'm saying you, you create you instead of you replace four bowls that no one gives two craps about with four games that someone cares about. We all remember playoff games. No one gives a crap about the Meineke Car Care Bowl or the, or the Go Outback Daddy Bowl. Bowl. I, saying, the I, Go Daddy. I don't know. The Go Daddy Bowl is always never pretty forget watching Cardell Jones versus Marcus Mariota. You tell if you can tell me who won the the Meineke Car Care Bowl last year, I'll be shocked. Off the top of your head, without your phone, yeah. No, I tried. I won by not watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing I will say too is like the fact that college football is just now thinking of this. Fans said that four teams wasn't enough when they initiated when they the it. four teams. It should you know have been what I mean? eight like, the whole time. It should have been. It should have been. Wow. But, then, but then a lot of people did it because oh, we're, because. If we go to eight, they'll be screaming for more teams because it's not fair. No. I don't think so. No. I think I think no. eight is eight the right is amount. Eight is the right amount. It's not too many. It's not too less. It's I, it's it's the porridge. It's not too cold. It's not too hot. It's just right. I, I like college football. I'm obviously not as much of professional football. Same. The problem with college football is there's so much into their tradition. Their mm-hmm. Rose Bowls. I have a, a coworker of mine who's from, who's from. Um, Columbus, mm-hmm. who actually made the comment that she was happy that Ohio State wasn't in the uh, the playoff because she was happy to see Ohio State go play in the Rose Bowl. I'm not. I mean, who cares if you're playing the Rose Bowl? But it, still, it is say, tradition. 
the people who love college football, they love their tradition. I don't care. Yeah. I want championships. That's all I yeah, care about. I, I want championships. Yeah, but I, I was talking to Dan earlier today, and he's like, I don't care. The Eagles, I'm, I'm fine on the Eagles Super Bowl. I'm like, I want a championship every year from every one of my teams. Otherwise, it's a lost season. I don't know about that. I wouldn't say lost season. No, right? no, no. That's, that's but, uh, but, but like this isn't a lost season for the Lakers only because they're actually relevant again. So, yeah, well, okay, they're relevant. That's a story for another day. All right. So <laughs> on to our favorite segment, panic. panic. Oh my god! Or chill. Yeah, oh, awesome. Okay, dude, calm down. Take a chill pill. If you don't have a chill pill, take one of those chill strips. You put it on your tongue, it dissolves. Alright, so we have a, a couple repeats. We actually originally had thrown the Eagles in. And, but uh, it's they, not fair. Yeah, we just talk about the Eagles constantly, so we figured we would throw them out. Uh, the first team <laughs> is not. a team that has <laughs> lost three in a row and maybe should have lost four in a row. Oh, the Pittsburgh the, uh, Steelers. Mm-hmm. Does the Pittsburgh, do they need to panic? Anybody want to go, go ahead, Ken. I'm going to start us off. Um, I think they're in 100% panic mode. I mean, your offense is sputtering. You almost lost to Jacksonville. Think, say, let that sink in. You almost lost to Jacksonville. You almost lost to Blake Bortles. You almost lost to Blake Bortles. <laughs> I mean, this is one hundred percent panic. Like you, can, you don't look like you can beat any good team. You lost to the Chargers. Uh, I forgot. I forgot the last game. I think the they lost to the Raiders. And well, they lost to the Raiders. Like, last the week. Raiders. What? And then ben yeah. was an idiot. Denver. Yeah. This is. I mean, of course, the understandable game is the Chargers. They're, they're an amazing team. There's someone who can probably beat anyone in the AFC. But the but the lost. Raiders. You have a real problem. You need to panic big time. And the schedule. I mean, they, they have the, the Patriots left still. The, the, the Saints. They have the Saints, too. The Patriots and the Saints. And then the Texans. They have the Patriots. Two. No, wait. No, they have the Bengals. The yeah, Bucks Bengals. Yeah, they have Bengals. Because yeah. it's Ravens, Cleveland. So, Patriots, Saints has two losses right there. And though I don't have the Ravens schedule in front of me, it's not nearly as daunting it was, as... It's, um, well, they have the Chargers still, but... They have the, the Chargers. And then they have the Browns. The Giants. It's, no, the Colts have the Giants. No, I, well, I can't remember. I think it's I think it's Browns yeah. and Chargers. I know so they I, have the Browns I, and the Chargers left. Yeah, I'll go next. Uh, yeah, this is unquestionably panic in Steel Town. This is a team that at one point they were talking about maybe being the one or the two. Now Bro, they'll be lucky to be the four or the six. Right, so um, they'll be lucky to be the four. Or the four. I have the Ravens schedule. It's Buccaneers, Chargers, Browns. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, don't don't count the Browns. That Browns team is better. Than Listen, Browns win three, and they're they're a positive season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's already a positive season now. Well, yeah. If you you're in, right? if you're in the dog pound, I'll I'll go next. Um, yeah. Um, more specifically, if you're Ben Roethlisberger, yep. you need That's to panic. I think Mason Rudolph is the starting quarterback of this team next Josh year. Dobbs. Well, either one. I don't know about Josh Dobbs just because. When he came in against the Raiders, against the Raiders, he looked awful. Um, he looked He's lost. An quarterback, that's he he looked lost. Um, I I don't know. You're not gonna have Le'Veon. Le'Veon's gone. Le'Veon's gone. Um, that offensive line is old. Um, oh, yeah. And that defense, I, I was praising it a couple weeks ago. Woo, man, that looks bad. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, panic. Panic, 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 because I don't even know if you guys win your division right now. Chill. What? Chill. What? This is a team who knows who they are. They will beat the Patriots on Sunday, and they will go 10-5-1 and, and win this division. 
All right, well, I think that's going to lead us into our next Panic Works yeah, show. Yeah, next one was The Titans. This was suggested by Kendall when this we is a decided good one. to... Um, so, Kendall, give us your thought. Do, do the Titans need to panic or chill? I think they need to panic big time, and I'm going to tell you guys the reason why I had them thrown in here I put in the group chat. The Texans are looking like one of the best teams in the NFL and the culture on fire. The Titans need to find a way to make themselves look for the playoffs because if they don't win... I honestly, I think if they lose next week, they're done. Um... I said it at the beginning of the year, and I'm going to back it up right now. Why were you not starting Derrick Henry? 200 and something yards, four touchdowns? 293. No, 238. He's been, yeah. dis- he's been disappointing so far. He's been very disappointing. He, he he hasn't, he's, never, he's never given a chance. Ever given a chance. That's the problem. They have Deion Lewis come in this season. DeMarco Murray last season. And then his rookie season, they didn't have an offensive line or a good coach. So... Why you're not starting Derrick Henry makes no sense to me. But also, is Mark like I? I love Marcus Mariota. Is he your franchise quarterback? No. Because I've seen him play very, very well. It's kind of like a Carson Wentz thing for me, because I've seen Carson Wentz play very well, and right now he's dealing, still dealing with knee injuries, back spasms, whatever. But Marcus Mariota has been in the league three years, hasn't really been hurt, and I have seen. He's always hurt. He's always. Okay, he's never injured. He's hurt, never injured. He never really misses a game until this year. And I I don't know. I think I think they need to start making some changes on that offensive front. I they need more they need better receivers for sure. So, um just for a real quick thing, I have I have the Titans schedule. They have the Giants, Redskins, and Colts. Yep. So, three winnable games, one that looks like you're probably three games winnable. that you can win. One, you're probably going to lose. The problem, really, with the Titans is very simple. It's under center. I mean, this is a th- they go as Marcus Mariota goes, mm-hmm. and, and I'll be honest. At this point, I would I would think about just going playing Gabbert the rest of the season. I feel like he's a better option at yeah. this point. He's more consistent. He's not going to play lights out, but at least you consistently know what you're going to get with that guy. Mariota drives you crazy. If you're a Titans fan, we have a friend of ours named Alec Stevens who's a big mm-hmm. Titans fan. And it's got to drive you nuts watching him because some games he is just the next Amazing. coming of Joe Montana. Some games he's freaking Blake Bortles. I mean, he really just drives you nuts. So they kind of go as Mariota goes, and he's just amazingly inconsistent. They can go 0-3 or 3-0 in the next three games. Bryce, panic or chill? Uh, or yawn. <laughs> or yawn. I don't think I, I said mine yet, but I'm going to say they're going to oh, panic. Yeah. They got to panic because this is a strong division at this point. I mean, even um, even crap. We've got the other team now. The Jags. The Jags, the Jags have an elite defense. I think they're the, the, not, they're the, not the contenders. Jags they're not playoff contenders, but even they're twenty one out of the best. Twenty one out of their twenty two positions are elite, and we're not going to go into the, <laughs> the, the who the non elite is. We'll talk about that. Blake Bortles. Um, okay. <laughs> the Titans are in panic mode. Yeah. They they need a new everything, not named Mike Vrabel. What about Derrick Henry? <laughs> everything needs to go. Everything needs to go. See, burn I- it down. Burn it down like Seth Rollins. Just let it all go. See, I think that I think that that's false because Derrick Henry. Yes, it was it was a stellar game that we got last week, but he's not a bad running back. No, he's very all. tough. He's one cut back. He's not going to make you miss the whole time. But he's a strong he, back and he's quick for how big he is. He makes you think of Marshawn Lynch a little bit. A yeah, man's Marshawn Lynch. Like yeah, for real. yeah. But um, your your thought about Blaine Gabbert, Dan. Um, I don't disagree with you. Um, he has a two touchdown, two interceptions over his 
four games that like are really of substance this year. Um, about a hundred yards because he was kind of swapping in and out with Mariota, and plus he filled in when Mariota was hurt. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I don't he think was he had swa- a full game starting, did he? No, he had a full game starting because Mariota's played twelve of the thirteen this year. Yeah, oh, okay. he had one full game. Um, but I mean, he's he's three and two in games that he's played in. So okay. it's yeah, a guy it, a chance, right? Yeah, All at right. this point. Our next Panthers are chill. Give Gabbert a chance. <laughs> Hashtag. Uh, Hashtag give Gabbert a chance. Right. Uh, the next team is a team that I never in a million years would have thought would have landed on our panic or chill list. The New England Patriots. Are they panic or chill? Damien's excited for this one. Uh, it's not that I'm excited. It's just I have a very <laughs> strong opinion on it. Um, Panic. Tom Brady, uh, there's there's so many quarterbacks and veteran players coming out saying that Tom Brady is not looking good. And you can see it as a fan. He is not looking as confident as he was. He's not making the throws that he used to make. Even last year in the Super Bowl, he was making better throws than what he's making right now. Um, the big issue is I don't know if his offensive line is kind of crumbling in front of him. He seems like he's under a lot more pressure recently. Um I know he said that he wants to play until he's 45 or whatever it is. He's not playing 42 at this point. I think he's done after this year. I think he's walking out banged up and hurt, and I think he's going to go out on not on top, but I think he's going to go out before it gets too bad. I think they're panicked, but for a different reason. I think they're seeing the end of it, and I'm sorry. You know, I said this before about Tom Brady. I said this before about Tom Brady. You've seen this happen a couple different times. Uh, Peyton Manning, the guy was lights out one year. The next year, he was couldn't beat out Brock Osweiler. Uh, Brett Favre, Brett Favre was an amazing beast in Minnesota. They beg him to come back, and he can't. He just looked horrible. Yeah, this happens to these quarterbacks when they hit forty. Uh, they, these guys, they just drop off. And you're right, we're not seeing Brady. You know, I'm a big fantasy football fan, like the rest of mm-hmm. us are. And fan, Tom Brady was lights out. He was money before this year, not anymore. <laughs> so I think, I think. They're panicking not so much because of this year. Um, they might have one final run in them this year, but again, the Texans look amazing, and the Texans almost beat them earlier, and the Chiefs look as good, if not better. I think either of those teams easily beat. No, it's they easily beat the Patriots. The bigger issue for them is not so much now. Is are they done? Do they? Bryce said, "Burn to the ground." Do the Patriots burn to the ground? Um, I think I think the Patriots. Here's. I don't think the Patriots make it past the second round of the playoffs. Me neither. Um, they because need to be in Foxborough. They need to be in Foxborough. Thank I you. I, they, they cannot win outside of home because any time that they haven't had home field advantage, they've been bounced from the playoffs. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, right now I think Gronk needs to retire. He is not the same player. He is. He's just not. I, I, I agree with Bryce on the burn it to the ground. I, I heard so much talk about whether Gronk should have been in on that last amazing play. He should have been. He should have been. Well, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. They were saying that the reason he was in was because they were expecting a uh, Tannehill to go deep. Tannehill can't right now. Currently, doesn't have the arm strength to throw deep. I was the play. Say that. The pl- I heard this said. The play that they ran was the play that they should have expected. They should have expected it underneath with the crazy little backwards pass thing. That pl- for that play, Gronk is useless. Gronk is not fast. Gronk's tall, but he's not fast. How, and they even even Tannehill said when he saw Gronk out there, he's like, "We got this," because they knew they basically were down a man. 
Um, the one thing I will say is that Gronk should have been out there, but he was in the wrong position. He I think have been he should have defender. He shouldn't have been at the fifteen. No, he should have. He should have been in the middle of the field for the threat like, of a deep like ball, like the Lions did with Calvin. Yes, like the Lions did. With Not Calvin. he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been near the sidelines. He should have been right here at the middle. At the at the end zone, waiting as kind of the last line of defense. They they do that with receivers. You see, Antonio Brown will do Calvin. it. Calvin Johnson did it, but those are fast guys. Gronk is a big monster. He is not fast, and Kenyon Drake ran right past also, him. Also, Kenyon Drake, the right one guy who had a chance to get Kenyon Drake tripped over Gronk. Yeah, because Gronk was in his way. Yeah, yeah. Gronk I will is agree. Not a defender. I will agree that he's not. But if you're if you're planning for the threat of a Big pass from Tannehill. You don't put Gronk on the sideline. You put him in the middle because he then he can it. he can drift. He can drift. You don't you don't try to throw him on the sideline to make that play because he's if he's in, if he's in the middle, then you have your two safeties that can converge in and he can be their backup. Yeah. I, know, I know Bryce doesn't give it his answer. Yeah, I did have one little thought on watching that play because I watched that play live on Sunday. Same. That we defense both. looked uninterested. They look like they didn't believe they were going to do it. And I heard someone say on, 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 on this week in the radio, I think it was, that like, oh, these plays happen all the time. They never work. And, and they did. And I, they looked uninterested. They looked like, eh, it's, we'll get them. Somebody will get them. Oh, no, wait. No one's got no, him. Nobody got him. Time. So, Bryce, you haven't given your answer yet. Have you given your answer? Everybody's calling it the miracle in Miami. The Miami miracle? The Miami miracle. Because... So, Patriots, Panthers, uh, I think they chill because Tom Brady panic because he's done after this. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. Next year they're going to need to panic, but this year they're fine. I think they're making the Super Bowl or they're going to the AFC Championship and losing to the Chargers, and then Tom Brady rides out on top. I'm gonna just just, just quickly, Bryce. We need to record this episode and mark this episode. Bryce is saying some major crazy things. Yeah, I don't Sorry. think that they're making it past or into the uh, conference well, championship. You're right. right, they're going to lose to Houston. Guys, right. I'm going to talk now. Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Kendall. All right, uh, I'm actually going to go with Bryce. you got to relax. It's one game against a really crappy team who won't even see the playoffs. You got really unlucky. You shouldn't have had Gronk out there. They're still the Patriots. Yeah, Tom Brady's not playing like Tom Brady. But he's going to do his thing. Yeah, he do- he has been Fox, bro. We've seen him. We've seen him tear teams up before in the playoffs, not in Foxborough. We've seen them put a beat down on Peyton Manning when they were in, I think it was Indianapolis. So, yeah, he needs it. It's helpful for him. Tom Brady is going to be Tom Brady at the end of the day. I don't think he'll make the Super Bowl. I think he'll make the AFC Championship and lose to the Texans. Yeah, but if you're in New England, let's be honest, if you're in New England, anything outside the Super Bowl is a loss. Yeah. Is a failure. Yeah. It is the one team in football, if you're not playing in the Super Bowl, then your te- your season's been a loss. And they, and they know it. Like they the, know uh, it. It's kind of like the who was it? Well, while well, Bryce tries to think of that, and, and, and here's the thing, <laughs> I, I'll tell you something right now. You see this happen with certain teams when the Patriots fall off. You teams. mark my word, they are going to fall off. I give them three years. They have the number one pick in the draft. It's kind of like San Antonio, number one pick in the draft in three years. In three years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Bryce is saying crazy stuff. I got my crazy comment. All right, well, I can see all right. <clears throat> we're going to go into our last Yeah, and we're show. doing something we've never done before. We're actually picking a player. I'm going to go first. Should Joe Flacco ah. panic or chill? Kendall. I'm going to go first. Uh, he needs to chill. For the main fact that he loses his starting job in Baltimore, he'll find a job elsewhere. I can name on the top of my head at least five teams that need a quarterback. 
There is no worry for no worry for Joe Flacco. And you said Jacksonville, you throw you throw Joe Flacco in there, and they're a Super Bowl contender because he's not gonna lose you a game. He's better than Blake Bortles in every way possible. He's he will find a job. There is no worry. He'll be a starting quarterback. Um, I I also say if you're Joe Flacco, panic for your job in Baltimore. Chill for the rest of the NFL. Um, even if you're not a starting quarterback, you're still gonna get paid massive backup money. Um, just because right now we're looking at Oakland may need a quarterback. Oakland will need. They may need a starter. Well, yeah, they're they're gonna need a starter. Jacksonville. I don't know about Super Bowl contender, but they're infinitely better than they are with Blake Bortles. Um, Miami. We don't know about Tannehill. Like, he's talented, but you're not 100% sure. Joe Flacco has been to the promised land. He has he has been there. Go ahead, Kendall. New England. New England. You need a quarterback after this year. That's weird. <laughs> Buffalo. Flacco's a good player. Buffalo. Well, with Josh Allen. Josh oh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah, 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 that's my fault. That's right. Um, go ahead, Dan. Right state, wrong team, the Giants. Oh, think about know. a lot. Think about it. he has that amazing arm. He can throw the ball a mile. And what's he got in in, in Odell New York? Beckham. Odell Beckham. Can you imagine the Flacco to Beckham? That would yeah. be a freaking. That would be amazing. Do we think that Eli Manning's coming back this year? No. Or next year? No. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. But do we think he is? Yeah. Yes. He won't choice. He's, he's either going to be. They're going to draft someone or they're going to sign someone, but he will not be their starting quarterback. If you are the Giants, is there any chance that that, that, that he's your starting quarterback next year? Yeah. They finish with a winning record. Yeah. And that's possible right now. No, the best they can go is 8-8. Eight eight. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because they're 5-8. Eight okay, right either way. It's the same with the Cowboys and Jason Garrett. That's why I'm not mad at the Cowboys making the playoffs. That means Jason Garrett's there for another five years. <laughs> we get to see Dallas he's choke most of the time. years regardless. Nah, he yeah. is Marvin Lewis. Jerry loves him. Jerry loves Jason Garrett. Jerry does, because but after if he would have had a lose, if he would have had a losing season this year, he would have been gone. I think he would have been gone because uh-uh. they had a losing season last year, and I don't think that they've had back to back losing seasons since Romo came in. There, there have been head coaches in the NFL that keep their jobs that surprise me. Marvin Lewis has yeah. kept his job way too long. Norv Turner stayed in San Diego way longer than he ever should have stayed. This is a much larger fan. And Jason Garrett, Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy. Mike, Mike, Mike McCarthy. McCarthy at least got a Super Bowl. Jason Garrett stays a stayed in Dallas, inexplicably stayed in Dallas way longer than he should. Have Lewis Absolutely. has been the coach in Cincinnati for almost twenty years now without a single playoff win. Has it really been that? Two thousand. He is the besides Belichick, he's the yeah. second. He's the, Holy yeah, him crap. and Belichick are the two longest tenured coaches. Just think about team. how good the Bengals might have actually been if they didn't have Marvin Lewis. <laughs> uh, but, and but, Andy Dalton. But, <laughs> and Carson Palmer. But and to Carson. be to be totally fair to Marvin Lewis, they were a total dumpster fire before Marvin Lewis got there. Making making the playoffs <laughs> in the, in Cincinnati, I mean, is not. The worst thing in the world. I mean, but prior to that, they had gone to two Super Bowls back in the Joe Montana days. Right. Well, yeah. okay. So, so my big question here is: if the Browns finish better than the Bengals in the next two years, does that finally get Marvin Lewis out of there? Oh, yeah, it has no. to. No. We're <laughs> both saying no. no. Nothing. Paul Brown. They say Paul Brown is the cheapest owner in sports. He does not. He, I don't know when Marvin Lewis's contract is over. It's very possible at the end of his contract he goes. They'll resign him. Uh, 
knows? Maybe. Uh, he makes some good pasta salad for the party. Thing is, alright, listen, listen. Andy Dalton will go before Marvin Lewis will go. That's highly possible. But on that note, we're going to wind this podcast down. Uh, This has been Strictly Talking, and I know I'm cutting that one early, but my name is Damien. You can follow me at Damien underscore Miller on Twitter and at twitch.tv slash dmill139. If you like football, follow me. I'm doing a Worst Franchise Ever Madden series, so I'll be streaming Friday and Saturday. Uh, I am Bryce. You can follow me at Twitter on Twitter uh, on at uh, words. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at bshortle14. Uh, you can follow me on Snapchat at jimbshortle. Those are the two mains for me. Uh, I am Kendall. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at k.2k16. YouTube and Twitch, the Shoto Boys. And of course, we are Strictly underscore Talking. Strictly Talking Podcast at Gmail. Uh, follow us on Twitter and follow us on Instagram. That's pretty much about it. Yeah, yeah, and you can find this podcast on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, Pocket Cast, wherever you can find your podcast. Spotify. Uh, not yeah, yet. We're working oh. on Spotify, though. I love Spotify. And guys, thanks for coming. We'll turn you in. Thank you for listening to Strictly Talking Sports Edition. Sports Edition.